and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. In this week's episode, we're back in conversation with one of my favorite people in the world, my mom, retired marriage and family therapist, Cheryl Douglas. And we talk about freedom around difficult people and difficult conversations. This is a two-parter with more to come next week that has more strategies around how to handle these situations. But I'm sure you are going to gain some really wonderful insights from what's to come today. So let's dive in. Hi, Mom. Hi, Jess. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Your earrings are really cute. Oh, thank you. Uh Little little dangly, um, they're wooden Little wooden oh. circles. Oh, how cute. Yeah. You always yeah. wear cute things. Yes. So I thought for today that we could talk about difficult people. Yes. Considering I'm difficult most of the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so what's difficult? What is it? What is well, I guess it's I guess it's difficult to every person can be difficult. I mean, I can be difficult. You can be difficult. I don't see how, but you can be difficult. But certain certain things about people bug us. Is that what you were kind of saying? Well, I was kind of thinking about um, you know, you and I were talking with. Um, my sister last night and it kind of, uh, you know, was bringing up some old, old memories and, and of my past of, of just when you are, especially like if you work with somebody that you deem difficult or you are living with somebody that you deem difficult, um, or, you know, of course, family members, friends even, but anyway, us all chatting last night kind of made me think, you know, that's something that we all deal with. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. So anyhow, where should we, where should we kind of start off here? Is there anything that comes up for you and right off the top of your head? I think the most, um, I, I think the most difficult person well, there's a there's probably a few. <laughs> the, the most difficult person is something somebody that's kind of nasty to you. You know, if they're having a bad day, or that's kind of wherever they are in their lives. Um, or um, I think it's a very it's very difficult for me. If it isn't a shared conversation, it's like we're learning something, we're learning something about each other, we're excited about uh, what they're doing, or they're excited about what I'm doing, or um, because we all have these really pretty amazing lives. If you think about it, on and you know, we might not be climbing Mount Foraker in Alaska. But we're um, we're all doing different things, right? And I always said 
that, you know, there's a lot of heroes. And even at times, every person is a hero in their life. So it's really, uh, it's, it's kind of a shared time together. So if one person's talking all the time, if they're in stress, I, I don't have any need to be talking. So just to be helpful to them. Or uh, if it's not, and it's just two people getting coming together and it's you know you're the one that's listening all the time and um then it gets it gets pretty tiresome because it doesn't feel like you're filling up much yes if that's just kind of what the relationship is about one listens one talks you know and i get tired of listening to myself so i really appreciate when both people talk but it's it's the people that kind of stick you i think is is uh and what does stick mean yeah you know, the meanness there's somebody that's mean to you where wherever they are in their lives yeah they're upset about stuff so but i don't know what it is for you what it is for you well i think you made a great point is when you said that that very last thing you said when they when when Folks are difficult, whatever that means to everybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mean, you know, mm-hmm. passive aggressive, um, always, you know, upset or uncomfortable to to be around. Anyhow, yeah, that last, yeah. yeah, that last thing you said when you said they must be going through something themselves, yeah. right. I think that's the piece that we can kind of wake up to, but being that, you know, these conversations that we have together are always in trying to help the people who are listening have a different experience. Right. Um, something I had said to you guys last night, you and, and sister, that kind of came out of nowhere, but I thought that's pretty good Mm -hmm. was um, when I said, it's not up to them how I experience what they said. I thought that was magnificent. Pretty good, right? And I'll say it one more time for folks. It's not up to, and let's, let's, let's set the stage here that let's say it's you working with somebody or in relationship with somebody, whatever capacity that is, but you're in relationship with somebody that it feels like they're being nasty in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. It is not up to them how you experience it. Right. That's up to you. It's up. Yes. And be, being able to have those skills to understand that, really get that, is, and it does put it back on them, you know, about how they're communicating or whatever it is. But having that experience, really understanding that what you're saying is so freeing. 
Kenzie, you have all kinds of options to respond or not, or how to respond. Yes. Another, um, and I'm I'm feeling like I might have said this story before, so I but but I'll say it one more time in case because it kind of fits perfectly. But another uh, kind of image that has come to me when I think about this is, um, you know, going to see a play, going to see a one person show, you know, they could, the person who's on the stage sharing their life experience through that play, even if it really resonates with you, you know, let's say you go to a play And this person is, you know, the play is all about their life story and that's what they're sharing. And it's two hours of watching somebody walk through all of their life experiences as they act them out for us in the audience. Right. Even if it hits really close to home, there's still a sense of separation between us and the person on stage. Yes. Yes. And this metaphor had come to me, or analogy, I always mix them up, example, I guess I should say, but this example had come to me, you know, one at, at, at one point, specifically be, with this dynamic in mind around experiencing people when they are in their own chaos, even right. if you're looking at you and you know, blaming you specifically for things. When you begin to recognize that people are totally living in their own world that actually has nothing to do with you. Exactly. You just you just happen to be a part of the play in their mind. And so that's coming out, you know, they're reacting to it by saying whatever they're going to say to you. But I kind of, I remember it came to me when I was bubbling around, how could people feel just a little bit of separation to be able to stay present in the moment? I don't, I don't want anybody to disassociate, of course, right. but to be present in the moment and yet still feel like they have agency over themselves. Right. And that's the metaphor or the the thought that had come to me as I was like, oh, that's like going to a play. Right. And having that little bit of objectivity or. Yes. Just enough to that you can stay on your feet and not and be able to respond the way you want to respond it and don't take it in. It's actually turn it around and say there's something bad about you. If it if it's if critiquing, not being a critic, but if it's critiquing and it's done with an open heart, to me it's people don't uh, get triggered. But if it's done in just criticalness, then it's it's painful. It's painful. 
So it is also this, the, the place where that person is on how they're going to deliver the message. Yes. It's, it's, so you can tell if a person is in a good place, they have their heart open, that they um, uh, have some have some understanding about themselves that when they move into, and it, there's nothing worse than uh, being in your own conflict and then still try to produce a message that is not painful to somebody, but it's a good critique of something. Yes. So um, anyhow, that's a, well, I, don't, I don't know. But I don't, that's all I have to say about that one until you say something. <laughs> but that was great because, you know, that's a wonderful point to make as far as if anybody out there needs to have a hard conversation with somebody. That's important to recognize that when, when you are fussed up about something, that is not the time to bring it to the table because exactly. you are feeling you are in a in a you know lower state of consciousness meaning you are you know you are really working on everything in your head and there's no real perspective there cuz you are just in the tunnel of upset right so you know when you can start to wake up to that um and allow for some space so you can get to a place of feeling more calm. And just like you said, come to a conversation of saying something that might be difficult. But when it comes from a loving place, because you you are you're more peaceful inside of yourself and it's just a, a you know, something that you're presenting, you know, that you need to share about or get to a, a solution with somebody on um, it absolutely matters where it is coming from. It is. It's a, it's an amazing thing. Cause I've seen you be ex extremely honest. And what, it, what is such a gift you have is being when, when you're honest, you do it with such an open heart. It is a place to grow. It's, a, oh, I didn't know that about me, you know, because we'll walk around doing the best we can. Yes. Our friend Bill said something to me years ago when he says, you know, it depends on where I am in the, in the um, uh, three-floor house. I said, are you talking about? Yes. He said, if I'm in the basement, don't give anybody feedback. Yes. Or don't say anything. If I'm on the top and I'm looking out, at, I can see forever and things are open and I love the view. That's the best place to give. Um, that's what, when your, your whole feeling and your thoughts and everything is, is working and just trucking along, just feeling good about things. Then you're going to get completely different feedback than you are if you're in the dark basement that it's, you know, got water running down and it's misty and it smells like must. And yes. I've, I've been in that 
position where it, it wouldn't matter what I said, it would come out stinky, you know. I remember when I used to go, go in, and you were about two, and that's when I was working for the hospital up here in Roseville, and I had 40 teenage pregnant girls on my, my uh, who I went to see, who I was managing, case managing. I was a social worker back then. And, um, and I remember I'd walk, <laughs> I'd walk in that because it was a, it was a small house and we each, each one of us had a bedroom and it was owned by the hospital. So it looked like an office, but you know, we kind of decorated nicely what we had. And I remember, I remember that I didn't even know I did this, but the secretary there, I'd open the door and come in and I, and I said, I said, I feel like crap. So please excuse me for anything that comes out my mouth. It has nothing to do with you. You are all fine. <laughs> she said, she, she actually moved and before she said, she left us, but we were we were together for quite a while. But then she left to go work at Disney, I think, where she'd come from Disney. And so she went down. And she said, that was probably the best, learn best thing I learned is to make sure people don't know that you're putting your crap on them. That this is, oh, you're in a grouchy mood. It has nothing to do with me. Work it out. You know? Yes. So, and I'd, I would do it with some humor. So, uh you know, I just can't, I just couldn't stand it that um, any of that would be, they would feel bad about it inside or they'd shy away from me. So, and you know, uh, that, that is, that is so fantastic and just made me think of something. When, you know, a, a saying that I have said before a lot, and it's in the, said a lot in the three principles community is that there are never any difficult people. There's only difficult thinking about people. Yes. And that's really referring to your own inside experience of the other person. Yes. And so when you're aware of it, because just like what you're saying, if you, had, if you hadn't announced, and by the way, that is such a gift that you gave those people. Oh, it's thank you. Truly. Yeah. And if, if if that's the one takeaway that people take from today's episode is to start letting people know when you feel like crap, because <laughs> then it'll make everybody's life easier around you. And frankly, it'll probably lift your spirits after you've said it. Yeah. You know, like, forgive me, but it's not going to come out clear today, you know, <laughs> but what you did, why that's such a gift is by you sharing as a leader, don't take anything out, anything critical out of my mouth seriously because it is I'm having a bad day. Immediately, nobody gets into any thinking around what's going on with Cheryl. Is it something I did? Did I not? Did I forget to do something for her? Right. And so because you announced it, they immediately aren't taking anything personally and yeah. are able to stay much more present and just manage whatever needed to be managed in the day. 
Right. If you are somebody out there listening who doesn't have a leader <laughs> that is, you know, as far as um, like what mom just said, you know, if you are, are working with somebody or in relationship with somebody who doesn't share to kind of preemptively allow you to take things with a spoonful of salt or sugar, whatever you, whatever fits. But um, if you find that you're always dealing with somebody that is difficult, truly begin to wake up to the fact that that is not personal to you ever because you know, maybe there's some information in what they're saying that's important. Right. But, and you can have, I guess I should say, you have an easier time of having your ears on for the stuff that matters when you are aware that the feeling that somebody is in is giving you a lot of information about where they are in their state of mind. Yes, exactly. And how much that is not personal to you. Right. That's a big one. That's a big lesson. That's a big lesson. Say it again. With there's no difficult people. Yeah. There's only difficult thinking around people, right? Yes. The most difficult thinking around. So if somebody hooks into you, If, if somebody else that that you that is you have your own pictures feelings in your head about that person you've made that kind of decision then it doesn't matter what comes out of their mouth you're yes. going to think they're difficult and and you're going to react inside yes and probably stuff most of the stuff you've been thinking about them and that comes out in other ways yes it leaks out. Yes. In other ways. Yes. So that's a that's really good. Yeah. That's a good one. And that that that's one of those things that I hooked into years ago when we were we were starting to study you and I about the three principles, and then it it um, yeah I remember that that one's a, that one's a good one. Thank you for bringing. You're really good on your feet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just, you know, and I, I feel like I've heard you say this before too, but if you picture somebody as, um, you know, a pan of, or a, a, a can of paint. Yes. And they're filled up, you know, I'm, I'm picturing this paint. Let's say it's, let's uh, a can of red paint. Yeah. And they are filled up with a bunch of, um, let's just say anger from, you know, even if it's something that you did, right. That created a bunch of anger inside the person. If, you know, if, if that can't, if that paint can gets bumped, it's going to spill over. Yeah. And it's not, that is not your responsibility. What is your responsibility is waking up to, of course your actions and where, where you guys can meet in the middle together to get to a solution. If that was something that was your fault, 
But again, if you see it as a, you know, oh, shoot, they are, you know, a can full of, of angry paint <laughs> and it's spilling all over the place right now. Just having that objectivity, just like you said, really starting to see that the feeling state, the state of mind that that person is in is not going to be helpful in finding a solution. It's not going to be helpful if you then join into that can of paint, if you then yeah. jump in and start to get into a crappy state of mind yourself. Right. Having that objectivity, really recognizing that you are two separate people having two separate experiences of life. You're mm -hmm. in your own different um, states of mind. You can start to just honor, honor what, what needs to be done in order for both of you to regulate and come back together again. And yes. in that moment, it's probably take some space. Right. You know, and um, anyhow, yeah, I, you know, we could probably do a whole nother episode on this because we're actually at our time. Okay. I feel like we could, we could um, talk a little bit more about how one can uh, have some separation from those difficult people when they're not in the presence of them. Because I think we carry difficult people in our minds a lot. Yeah. And it wears us down. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so and it closes you off to be able to see the, the person in the whole instead of you just saying that's the only thing that they do is create difficulty for people. They create difficulty for you. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Wow. So, we will. Let's. Do you feel good about wrapping it up for today? And we'll. Oh, absolutely. And we'll. Uh, and then back in. I think it's that whole thing about that whole thing about strategies about that. How do you work with yourself and with yourself for your own? We we've touched on a little bit, but what are some of the strategies? The how can how can you see it differently? I have no answer to my that what I just said right now, but I'll <laughs> work on it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, good. I hope that, you know, I hope that folks have had some good takeaways. Um, we went a little bit all over the shop, but I think there were some good little bells and whistles that, that right. I'm sure helped with some insights, which mm -hmm. is the whole point, right? Right. Nothing, none of this is scripted. So yes. we know what comes up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Okay. I will see you next meet week and we'll keep talking about difficult people. We will. Okay. Just like I am to you. Stop. I'm difficult. <laughs> I refuse to agree with you because it's not <laughs> the truth. Okay. Okay. Thank love you. you, Bob. Love you too, honey. Love back at you. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to share with friends and family and give us a rate and review on iTunes so more folks find us in this little corner of the podcast world. And give me a call. The hotline is always open for questions and comments. The number is 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS.
sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>